0: On the shoulders of giants. Of giants. Bum 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 bum. Dum bum bum bum. So welcome to the second podcast of the newly named, newly minted, On the Shoulders of Giants. Popular science for popular people. That's our subtitle. Thank you all for listening. You are all very popular. We've got a lot of great stories that we've been researching that we want to convey to you guys today. What well, we found interesting this week. First one we found is a story all about manipulating people's dreams. Whoa! So this
1: immediately reminds me of the movie Inception because that entire movie was like based around the idea of manipulating dreams. So th- is Inception like going to be real?
0: Is it I- real? Pretty much, it's already happening. Okay. <laughs> well, so a team of researchers, when they were playing around with rats, they fed them through a maze during the day. And every time that they, the rats turned to the left, they, did one, uh, they played one theme, like a little... It could have been the Monday Night Football theme, for all I know. Yeah, but it was an yeah. audio cue. And every time they turned to the right, they played a different audio cue. Then, when the rats were asleep, their hippocampus was dissecting the day's information and spitting it back into dream world. They would play sounds
1: that they heard during the day while the rats were dreaming. What did that do to the rats?
0: So they were able to monitor the rats' brain waves, and when they played the appropriate sound, the rats would conjure up the image of where they were in the maze in their dreams. So they were hearing the sound
1: and thinking, "Turn left, turn right." Exactly. Can you imagine like being in a dream and somebody doing that to you. Because always the thing about dreams is you're at some place, but like you can't remember how you got there or why you got there, you know, or what happened five minutes earlier. And it's like somebody's honestly been directing you left, right, left, right,
0: <laughs> and they get you into a dungeon. And Marion Cotillard is there. She's like. It, imagine that there is a train. What would happen if it hit you?
1: <laughs> it's like, I don't want to find out, unless it means sexy time. And then, <laughs> But it's hard to tell because you're really evil. Well, that's really nuts. And it, I guess if they're already being able to do it with rats, I mean, rats are mammals.
0: They're getting closer. It could and not be too far off. All these Bose noise-canceling headphones that are out there, what if some person in a Bose computer somewhere is... Subtly giving you audio cues as you go about your day. Every the time,
1: the only you... thing is it needs to be audio cues. Yeah, it needs to be audio cues while you're awake, and then the same audio cues while you're asleep. So it depends what audio cues you get often during the day, which I guess for me might be the soothing voice of Ira Glass in my ear, telling me about important, sort of sensitive, introspective stories. And then I might have those same introspective stories while I'm asleep. If he works for Samsung, lights out. I would think that it would
0: turn into lucid dreaming for me. If I got these cues, it would turn it into lucid dreaming? Yeah, I would think that I would remember, oh, that was that thing I heard earlier today, and now I'm thinking about buying a Samsung again. Well, I can definitely think
1: about like waking up and knowing like a silly thing in the dream... Happened because of something I was like awake. Like, you know, the last thing I do before I go to bed is I check on Facebook and I see some random person that I haven't seen in years pops up my newsfeed. And then that night I dream about him. And it's (laughs) like, I have no business, you know, being with you. But suddenly we're like building a go kart together. And, you
0: you know, why does that make any sense? So I wake up
1: and I say, oh, this was definitely because I was awake and I remember this.
0: I'll tell you what, though, for me, it usually happens the other way around you then
1: go and look them up on Facebook to see where the hell they are, if they've been building any go-karts recently. That's funny. The only thing I think, like, would be relevant, like, actually from the movie Inception to this, would be if you had somebody in a, a, like, a lab or something, and you were trying to, like, find out secret information that they knew and Mm -hmm. wouldn't divulge, and you didn't want to, like torture them to find out, I guess. So you would have them dream and give them a cue so that they had some sort of physical reaction that they couldn't, you know, they in, in their dream, wouldn't have necessarily the inhibitions to control.
0: On a related note, though, w- eyeballs in wor- <laughs> Wiki Wild Wild West. Yeah? What? Huh? <laughs> Do you remember Wild Wild West?
1: That's and, that movie with Will Smith and the giant yeah. mechanical spider?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. The very first scene of that, they take out some dead man's eyeballs, and they put them in a projector, and they're like, this is new technology that allows us to see the last thing that this man saw. <laughs> You've got to be kidding me.
1: No, it's true. It's a wonder it's that movie wasn't a, you know, a cinematic masterpiece that's remembered by... Oh. <laughs> so what do you got for us, Axel? Well, I saw a report this week, sort of in the popular media, about the wise telescope and I thought it'd be cool to talk about that. The WISE telescope is a telescope that was orbiting for the past couple years and it stands for the, the Wide Infrared Sky Explorer. I think I have that right. Maybe I don't.
0: That's one of those where they're are mapping out the entire sky. Yeah, it's, this is a really bold a Cosmic Microwave Background well, so the Cosmic Microwave Background,
1: which was done by satellites COBE, which is the first, and, and WMAP, which is the second, and it will be continually mapped uh, because it's got all sorts of relevant cosmological interest. Uh, they look at the microwave spectrum, and this satellite uh, was looking at the infrared spectrum. And so you can see uh, really different things. Um, I guess the big advantage of infrared is that... Um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a band that most matter at reasonable temperatures just naturally emits at. Mm. So um, when you have a distant galaxy and it's obscured, the light is obscured by dust, which scatters and absorbs the light, but that dust is hot under infrared. So you can tell mm. where there are dust clouds that might be obscuring other interesting stuff. So a galaxy so, might be brighter than you think, and you can tell by how much dust is in the way.
0: Huh. So you, there might be a dark spot in the sky where you don't think there's anything, just a cloud of dust. But with the infrared, you can see that there's actually something really cool behind it. Exactly.
1: Like, That's the okay. idea. The second really bold thing
0: about this mm. uh, endeavor
1: is this isn't just like check out a little piece of the sky and hope we see something. This is we're mapping everything. We're you know this is this is <laughs> uh, this is. Because we haven't looked at the big chunks of the sky, and it would be great to find out what's going on over there.
0: For every uh, magnification, order of magnification, of magnification, you follow me? (laughs) Order of magnitude of magnification? Yeah, Order of magnitude of magnification, that's what I'm going for. For every order of magnitude that you increase, that's so much more sky that you have. Yeah, people make a big, big deal about Hubble, and
1: Hubble was a very, very, very deep field. So very, very high magnification, but very, very small area. Mm. And this is a very, very wide survey, as it
0: is the wide infrared uh, <laughs>
1: Why? So people yeah. would
0: probably be working out this data for years.
1: Yeah, and they have. In fact, the satellite uh, ran out. It's, it, has, it isn't even taking any data anymore. <laughs> yeah. It took three I years of that. data. Like it ran out of coolant. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it, everything's got an operational lifetime, and they sent it up with so much coolant, and they took as much as they could, and then it ran out, and it's going to be years, decades as we pour through all this cool stuff that they got.
0: Operational lifetime makes me think of Samsung products. Oh, ew! Oh. Oh. <laughs> Reminding you this week that you should buy Samsung. <laughs> Ding.
1: Or, no, better yet. (laughs) Oh, that is a really good cue. That is a cue for its fall and its football season again. It's
0: true. Fantasy football drafts have started putting that Monday Night Football little sound clip every time that you start the draft. That is a Pavlovian response for me. Just happiness. Makes me want to eat salty snacks. The football and drink beer. Rats,
1: rats, too, because they know that there's probably going to be cheetos on the ground. So they mm-hmm. come out
0: of their little holes. The scarecrow gonna... from Batman will give the company to his father. <laughs>
1: <laughs> cool. So we have uh, one more fun
0: little story to talk about. Oh, this is a this topic is just for you guys. you guys. And this will, uh, you can email us if you've got an answer, and we'll reveal the answer next week. But it is, what is the probability of a car equipped with a xylophone on the roof spontaneously playing the Monday Night Football theme song on a rainy day?
1: <laughs> so let me get this scenario straight, right? You've got the car, and you've got a xylophone, which has oh so many keys. We'll say, if, I, I don't actually know how many keys a xylophone has. I know a piano has 88 but let's say it has 10. 10 keys. Maybe let's let's say back. it's got Some a full lot. octave scale. So that's At eight. 8 plus 5, 13, you know, between one note and it's octave higher. Gotcha. C to C. C to C. Yeah, <laughs> C to C. Uh, okay, so this thing is sitting on the top of the roof, and you're driving, and
0: it's raining. So the rain is going to, like, plunk on the, the xylophone keys. That's, assume that each raindrop is a plunk of a key and the probability of the rain drop hitting a key is proportional to its size. So the deeper notes are slightly more probable to occur than the lighter notes.
1: Oh, wow. That, that really changes it too. Okay. And I guess we don't really care too
0: much about timing. We could assume that the rain is plopping down in four, four time. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's an accurate assumption of this model. (laughs) Okay, so you have Maybe to get the, the notes in the right order. Has a fifty percent chance of either increasing or decreasing its speed.
1: I think actually, a raindrop's fall in a Poisson distribution. Oh, but I don't want to make that part of the problem because that would that uh, complicates things quite a bit.
0: <laughs> Where did you learn that?
1: I did Does particle that- physics. Almost everything we count is in Poisson distributions. <laughs> It's uh, anytime you're you're looking at a rare event over a large, uh, say area. So this would be any particular point has a small chance of a raindrop hitting it, mm. but you're looking over mm-hmm. a large area, say the whole surface of a xylophone, and so that's uh, that's like definitely a Poisson distribution. Mm. Mm. So for yeah. us, it's you know. The, the chance of a radioactive decay at any given time on any given nucleus is small but if you have a sample that has a mole of uranium you know some nucleus somewhere is going to decay so that's a mm. Poisson problem
0: and so like calculating the amount number of atoms in a mole of uranium you could calculate the area of a xylophone key and give you some <laughs> estimate. Of, uh, <laughs> Good deal. Well, we'll leave it to our listeners to uh, solve that one, and we'll give you the answer next week.
1: Sounds great. I'm excited to see what we we'll come up with. Till then. We'll see everybody out there next week for another edition of On the Shoulders of Giants, and uh, take care, everybody. Stay popular. <laughs> <laughs>